listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Elizabeth, Charles, Paul R., and Mazakazu. Lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 167th episode of Final Girls Horror Cast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On this week's episode, we're discussing Polaroid and the Curse of La Llorona. I'm sorry, La Llorona. 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 I don't know. (laughs) 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 Who cracked us? I'm so good at Spanish. (laughs) You are. Yeah. Are you fluent? Uh, absolutely Basically. not. <laughs> not even a little bit. Uh, oh, is it my turn? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Carly it's has going co- really well. Carly has coronavirus, so she's a little slow. <laughs> oh, Tom Hanks is freaking me out. Uh, <laughs> as a reminder, as a reminder, we are a spoiler-heavy podcast, so continue at your own risk. Polaroid is streaming on Netflix, and The Curse of La Llorona is available on HBO, so go watch those movies before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. But before we jump into these films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Verotica which was digitally released on February 25th, but we're rewinding and going back to it. It's because it's written and directed by Glenn Danzig. I mean, Glenn Danzig. Uh, The IMDb summary is Glenn Danzig's directorial debut is a horror anthology that compiles stories from Danzig's line of comic books of the same name, stories which focus on horror content that's often sexual and violent in nature, usually featuring scantily clad female protagonists. (laughs) That's the summary. How is that even a summary? Can I take a moment just to appreciate that you have written and directed by Glenn Danzig, also written by Glenn Danzig? (laughs) On my notes? Yeah. Yeah, Usually there isn't also written by, so I kept it there. I liked it. <laughs> Just kept it. Um, also, this summary is hilarious. I, it's not a summary. It's like no. It's like a weird. It's a statement. Description of how the movie was made or what the movie was made. I don't know. It's not a plot point. No. Um. So I didn't know this existed until now. So Wait, we're, really, we're a little. I'm a little late to the game. Or else Wait, you really didn't? No, or else we would have discussed Verotica much sooner. Um, yeah, so uh, I heard about it through within the Modern Horrors podcast channel. Sure. Um, haven't seen it. Um, obviously, the Modern Horrors think that it's going to be a cult classic. <laughs> I mean, Luke does. <laughs> <laughs> but... Oh, Luke the Jew. I'm going to go ahead and take that with a grain of salt. No offense, Luke. Uh, this looks awful and is, has scathing reviews. Like, I've never read so many bad reviews about a movie as this one. Like I haven't read any of the reviews Like, they're on it. bad. And the fact that the only one saying something good about it is Luke, who's never seen it, is not... <laughs> 
Has he never seen it? Well, he, lit, I read his review on Modern Horrors, but it's not a review. It's literally like, I haven't seen it, but I'm going to give it a chance <laughs> is literally what it says. <laughs> it's not oh, even a review. that makes me so happy. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm drinking my ha- hazy IPA. Um, Guys, Amy made me drink before we started recording. I did make you drink. She said, pause, hold the phone. You <laughs> get up and make yourself a beverage. I'm not drinking alone. Well, I've been literally sitting here drinking for 30 minutes waiting for you. So I'm already like way ahead of the game and I need you to try and catch up a little bit. I'm trying. I'm doing my I'm best. surprised that I haven't slurred my speech and completely messed this up yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. It's coming. We just started. We've only just begun. Uh, so what do you think about this movie? What do you think about this Verotica trailer? Don't have any interest to see it. Didn't have any interest when I heard about it, and I don't really have any interest now. What are your feelings um, on Glenn Danzig? Oh, he is just great. <laughs> <laughs> um, His appearance on Aqua Teen Hunger Force is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I don't know. I guess I'd watch it for like the podcast or if like, you know, I would watch it for the podcast and just maybe like with a group of people because I'm it would have to be curious, but I have very low. I mean, it looks very low budget and um, I I don't really get I I feel like maybe musicians don't belong in horror. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe that's too too much of a generalized statement, but I mean, <sighs> I honestly, no idea. Well, this looks crazy. It's it's I'm I'm good. I'm okay without it, but I'll probably watch it just out of sheer curiosity. Yeah, I mean, they're like, is it going to be like the room? Is it that bad? <laughs> Because that's what people are throwing out. Like, seriously, people are throwing out that it's, like, really bad. Like, The Room. It's like a horror The Room. Like, is is that what we're facing here? Like, I don't know what to expect with this. And the trailer, The trailer is seriously 99% quotes. And Yeah. <laughs> and I like, couldn't tell anything. I was, like, <laughs> looking at it, and I had no idea what was going on. I didn't even know it was an anthology until I read this wonderful summary. I also didn't know it was an anthology. I did get the scantily clad female protagonist thing. That I, For sure. Sure. Sexual and violent and scantily clad female protagonist. Sounds great. Totally of the time. Let's get more of that. Totally of the time. <laughs> Glenn Danzig really has this pulse on what's happening in the world right now. Ay, ay, ay. You know what people want? People want sexual violence. That's what they want in their movies right now. It's doing... It's a really... No. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Let's. What, what's our first film today, Carly? Okay. We are going to be talking about 2019's Polaroid, <laughs> directed by Lars Kloverberg, um, who also did the Child's Play remake, mm-hmm. and written by Blair Butler, who did Hellfest. Yep. The IMDb summary is, high school loner Bird Fitcher has no idea what dark secrets are tied to the Polaroid camera she finds. It doesn't take long to discover that those who have their picture taken with it soon die. So this is based on a short film that Lars Klevberg did. We, I watched it. You watched it? I did. I loved it. You did? I did. You loved it. 
Well, I liked it. That's love is a strong word. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed it. Okay. I I told you as I was watching this movie, I was like, this feels like it could have just been a short film. Sure. And I think it could have been. I mean, it was. <laughs> it's going really well. <laughs> okay. Well, like, let's put this in the same. Let's for a moment. Let's throw Polaroid in the same category as Lights Out, right? An mm-hmm. independent uh, short film that gets a large theatrical release. Or I guess this was supposed to get a large. Let's say this w- got a large theatrical release because it was supposed to. Um, right. If you don't know, the reason it didn't get a large theatrical release was mostly because of Harvey Weinstein. So let's celebrate that, by the way. That yeah. asshole's going to jail for 35 years. 25. 25 years. 25 years. Down. Cool. Bye. We're doing Polaroid in honor of, of him going to jail for 25 years. <laughs> celebrate. Uh, Sorry. So anyway, um, you can tell I'm drinking because I'm talking about politics and... and (laughs) (laughs) You thought this was a horror podcast. (laughs) You have to get me drunk to talk about politics now, otherwise I just don't fucking say anything. Um, (laughs) No, but anyway. uh, So what was I saying? Oh, let's throw this in the same bucket as Lights Out. How does this fare? How does this go next to Lights Out? Um, in terms of short films and in terms of large theatrical release, quote unquote. So I preferred Lights Out. Sure. Me um, too, by the way. I agree. This one, it wasn't bad. It's just, it was, I mean, it's rated PG-13, so you don't really see anything. It, it should have just been rated PG, though, right? Because what it are really we should've. seeing? There is literally nothing fun in this. <laughs> And there's nothing scary But either. there's so much opportunity for it yes. that it's in- extremely frustrating to watch. It really is. Um, it's the same thing over and over. There's mm-hmm. nothing really that pulls you in. Um, the characters are just fine. Like, this could have been the opening scene of the movie and that's it. And it would have been, like, fine. I don't know. It wasn't um, – it didn't do anything for me. Either of them are just the full length. Because you like the short film. Yeah, I liked the the short film. This I one felt like per- the, the short film was length. too long, honestly. I f- it was. It, a short film shouldn't drag. No, and the end did drag. When she's like in the house looking dude, for her friend, dude. it did drag. It, it was confusing and it dragged. And it's a short yeah. film. It really shouldn't yeah. do either of those things. It sh- and you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, it is yeah. weird that like the mom pops out at the end, even though like I know it's implied like the whole time. But... I don't know. It was. I liked the beginning of it. I like how it started. So you, but can, I think if you want to watch the short film for Polaroid, you can find it. It's on Vimeo, or you can find it um, probably just by searching for it. Um, there's a couple other short films by the same name. Uh, obviously, you're going to look for the one that's directed by Lars Klevberg. Um, the short film is decent. I think it probably it could have used a little bit more editing, but I think it's decent. Um, I don't, and it's in what Norwegian. Mm-hmm. Um, I the the full length film is not awful. Okay, it's watchable, but it's. I honestly liked it better than La Llorona. Oh, same. But Absolutely. that's not saying much. No, <laughs> to be honest. No, 100% liked this better. I, it's so dark. Yeah. It's the darkest movie I've ever seen in terms of actual amount of light, la- actual lack of light in the movie. Yeah. It is Agreed. dark 
all the time. I'm like squinting to see things. I it's I don't understand why it's so dark. Even when there's a light, it's still dark. Like it's too it's too dark. I couldn't see what was happening half the time. Did you have that I issue? Either. I did, and then and then I realized that I wasn't missing anything because literally anytime something would happen, it would just kind of cut away. Right. And the, like, it just so. didn't feel like the characters made sense. Like a lot of the things they were doing, like it was a lot of like turn a light on. They never tried turning lights on. Right. Like if you're scared and in the dark, what's the first thing you fucking do? You turn a turn light, light on. on. You turn a light and on. And then everything, the, the problem would have been solved. Yeah. This weird guy there's, couldn't there's get in there. There's people just like hanging out and being scared in the dark. They're not turning on a TV. They're not turning on the light. Like that's not mm-hmm. realistic to me. I don't know anyone that does that. Unless they're way braver than me. I'm like, if I'm by myself, like, there's always a TV on in the background. There's always a something happening. I am like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big chicken, but I always have, like, light and sound happening, especially if I'm frightened. Like, it seems strange. Especially at the beginning of this movie. So when she's in the house and the ball's rolling around, if a ball is rolling around in your house by itself, like, maybe you want to leave... She doesn't leave. No. She doesn't turn on a light. No. She does go in the attic. <laughs> yes. To investigate. And then she hears a wheezing sound and she further investigates the wheezing nope. sound. I'd be like, see ya. The That's second it for that, me. The second that ball rolls, I'm leaving. I'm not going in an attic in the no. dark and investigating wheezing. Like, I don't I, understand <laughs> the choices I would not be visiting make. my attic on any day. <laughs> let alone in the evening when I'm already spooked out. It's just, uh, I get it's a horror movie and we need to like freak people out, but like, uh, give me something. You know, I don't understand the choices these characters are making just in general. And then we meet Bird, right? Because our girl that went in the attic, obviously she's done for. That's That's the end of that. She's from Riverdale. And then we meet Bird, who's from Riverdale? The chick from the beginning. Oh, okay. Um, It's from Riverdale. Got it. Drinking? Okay. Um, So then we meet Bird. How do we feel about a character named Bird? I mean, now that I know that her name is Bird Fitcher, (laughs) I'm judgy. I'm judgy. (laughs) I mean, I've seen characters named Bird before, and I'm sure it's in somewhat common name i thought it was a nickname the whole movie (laughs) no it's like a legit name i like i always i feel like i've seen it in movies about people in the south so i wonder if it's like a southern name yeah like birdie bird um still kind of strange but we're letting it go uh bird is a loner I guess that's true. Bird is a loner and she her dad died and she wears a scarf and is teased for wearing a scarf even though she's super cute. <laughs> I know. I wear a scarf all the time because well, I'm she always wears cold. it because something's wrong with her neck, right? She, she get, does. Like, she get that it, in the accident? Like in I don't the really, accident. That's what it, I assumed. But they like barely show it and they never really talk about it or we never really no. get to see it. So we don't really know but i guess we're assuming she wears a scarf because she got injured in an accident when she was when her dad died yeah and so she wears That's a what scarf I was assuming. fine okay um 
she works at a antique store where she fixes clocks and cameras, which is an interesting job for a teen. Probably the coolest job any teenagers ever had. Agreed. Um, and the hottest guy ever works there. And is he into totally her. has a crush on her. It is into her. And totally she has a crush is on her. not into it. I don't understand why. I don't get it. Because she likes the guy that looks like the Sprouse brother from I just. <laughs> <laughs> she's into like the nerdiest, dorkiest looking guy. And she's got like basically a model working with her who's super into her and buying her gifts. <laughs> I don't understand this chick. I can, I immediately can't relate to her. <laughs> Cannot relate. Immediately, Amy calls bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> now I know you're a bad person who makes bad decision, Bird Fitcher. You immediately can't trust her. I cannot trust her. How could you trust someone who's turning down the handsome guy who buys you gifts and is lovely? He is you? lovely. Oh, he's so sweet. He's the sweetest, and he's so handsome. He's very handsome. I do not understand her. (laughs) Or her scarf, honestly. She needs to go. So then she's a loner, but then suddenly she has all these friends. Yeah. Right? It's weird. It is weird. Suddenly she has, like, a group of six friends out of nowhere. I don't know. Including the guy that she's creepily taking a picture of at the beginning. Yeah. But that doesn't turn into anything. That doesn't, like, the romance doesn't really happen for them. Kind of does. Do they make out or anything? They don't even make oh, out. No. There's no ma- baby. There's no, no kissing. <laughs> there's really, there's, like, this is, like, in terms of horror movies, this is, like, as tame as it gets. It it's is true. Way too fucking tame. Like, way too tame. Nothing really happens. We have a lot of ideas that we never really do anything with give me some gore or some like make out sessions or it's a fucking horror movie what are you doing (laughs) we get none of the above i don't even get any blood there's literally no blood in this movie zero blood there are people getting killed left and right but you don't see any of it you don't get to see anyone get killed nope you know they die but you don't get to see them get it's like what's the fucking point why am i watching this it's not scary there's no, like, jump scares. There's, like, None. a threat of jump scares, and then there's no jump scares. And I was excited. I was like, ooh, this is going to be fun. The best part about it is anytime they try to tear up a photo. Those yes. parts are fun, and then sure. that's it. Yeah. The th- Honestly, the best scene in the whole movie is in the trailer, and that's when they light the Polaroid on fire. Right. Right? I mean, I think yeah. that was the most fun part to watch. Agreed. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, like, characters making bad decisions and, like, no... Like, at least in, like, 80 slashers, characters are making bad decisions, but there's, like, fun, campy gore and, like, boobs and there's shit happening that makes it fun to watch. There's nothing redeeming here. No fun things. No boobs. No no blood. No blood. What's the fucking point? This is, like... I don't know. It's, like, I don't know. No. No good jump scares. No jump scares. No like, good give murders. Give me a fucking jump scare. Why are you like? That's literally all you have going for you right now. At and this every point. time someone dies, you're like not quite sure what happened. <laughs> you just know. You know that that character is not around anymore, but you're not really sure what happened. No, there's a shadow, and then it. Ah, 
yeah, and then fade to black. Really? We can't even see the person get it? Like a crunch sound or something? We get a knife through the door, but no blood. None. We get broken and burned fingers, but no blood. How does the ghost stab the guy in jail? He stabs him in jail? A ghost has a knife and stabs him? In jail. What kind of ghost is this? (laughs) I don't know. It's a ghost that can hold a knife and stab people? Oh, I don't know. Where did the knife come from? Is it just the ghosts happen to have a knife? Why not? Carly, I don't understand. I don't either. And everything that you're saying is making sense that it's confusing (laughs) me even more. Because honestly, it just occurred to me because I was thinking about that's the only time we really know how someone was murdered is because we see the jail cell door. It's like a metal door. And then we see a knife go through it. But that doesn't make any sense because where'd the knife come from? They don't give you a knife in a jail cell. So it's not like it was his knife. So the ghost just happened to have a knife. He did in his pocket. In his ghostly pocket? In his ghost pocket. <laughs> so, Carly, let's yeah. t- let's give the give our listeners really what, what they want to know is, who is this ghost? And why is he doing what he's doing? Um, well, we get two stories. Okay. One is that uh, these teenagers a long time ago uh, lured his daughter outside and took pictures of her with the Polaroid camera that were very embarrassing and then handed them out at school. And so he had, and so she killed herself. And so he had to murder them. Right. Which makes more sense than the story that's actually happening, which is, yeah, which is that he, the father has taken compromising pictures of his daughter. And then the friends were trying to save her. And then how did she die? I'm very unclear about she this. Killed her, she killed herself. <laughs> okay, so she, then she killed herself. Because and then he's, he, the dad started killing the kids. Dad started killing the teenagers. Oh, the, oh, okay, yes. The dad started killing the teenagers. And then after the teenagers were killed, then she killed herself. Yes. Because she couldn't live with it. Right. What? I don't know. And this happened a long time ago. And, and now, the sheriff is in on it. And, it, <laughs> and so he <laughs> died. And he... He's a camera teacher, so obviously his soul is going to go into the camera because that's the thing that happens. Right. And that was like his tool. And he also took his knife with him, which is good. Correct. So he could murder all the murders. But, I mean, he also murders by like, I don't know, just killing people like with his hands, with his <laughs> ghost hands. By murdering with the ghost hands. With the ghost hands. I, I, I just don't think this was very well thought out. I'm not sure the writing here is quite up to par. I'm surprised this is one writer. Again, I know we say this a lot. A a lot of times when there's like scattered storylines and things aren't quite making sense, there tends to be a lot of writers, you know? Yeah. This is one writer. And I've never seen Hellfest, but I think I heard good things about it. Uh, Did you see it? Yes, but I don't remember... Which one is which? Got it. Because there was two that came out at the Hellfest same time. Hellfest and Bloodfest. Yeah. <laughs> came out at the same time. Why? And I saw both of them. Whose decision was that, by the way? I don't remember which one was Let's which. Have them come out at exactly the same time. Give them almost yeah. the same name and have them have the same plot. Within like a month of each other. <laughs> Great idea. Let's do it. Hi. We should do an episode on those. If well, we're definitely going to have to. They're not streaming yet. 
Um, I it, it just doesn't make sense. I the plot is shitty. Uh, the characters aren't awful. I I don't mind Bird, generally speaking, other than the fact that she turns down perfectly good, handsome, wonderful men that give her <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Gotta love a perfectly wonderful, handsome man that gives you gifts. You have to. (laughs) There's not a lot of them out there. It's true. That's very true. (laughs) Um, Can we talk about uh, the fact that this is very reminiscent of two childhood favorites? We have Um, to. Yes, please. We're going to talk about Say Cheese and Die. Yes. That's the one that Uh, came to mind when I was watching it. With Ryan Gosling, pretty sure. Baby Ryan Gosling. Well, I remember the book, but yes. Yep. Yes, the the Goosebumps book. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there was an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode? Yes. About it. The Tale of Um, the Curious Camera. Yes. 1994. Bitches. (laughs) So this is... um, already been an excellent short idea <laughs> well i guess it was past. i don't really remember the tale of the curious camera i'll have to go back and watch it um i do remember say cheese and die but i think in say cheese and die you see like how you get killed or hurt in the picture like i don't think it like there's a ghost in the camera that comes and kills you <laughs> right i feel like the tale of the curious camera was something about like it would take your life away, like it would suck years of your yeah. life away or something like that. Yes. I mean, IMDb uh, trivia says it's nearly the same plot. <laughs> nearly identical <laughs> are the words it uses. So I- I'm going to take its word for it and say that it's probably about the same thing. Okay. I-, I feel like this could have been better. I think the short had an interesting thing going with the mom being the ghost. I mean... I- there's a lot of ways this could have gone. This was not the way for it to go, unfortunately. No. And this I was de- more of something. And this was delayed and delayed. I mean, this was supposed to come out in 2017, Carly. I know. I remember doing the trailer trash talk for it. We were very excited about the years scene with ago, the ripping. Years ago. When we first started. Mm-hmm. When we first started, we did a tra- trailer trash talk on it. We did. Facts. And now it's come out. Like the end of 2019. Bonkers. It has arrived. I have said everything I want to say about this one. Cool. Let's move forward. Moving right along to The Curse of La Llorona with a 2019 release date is directed by Michael Chavez. Right? Chaves? Chaves? Chaves. I think Chavez is a a, a good assumption, safe Uh, assumption. Who previously directed Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend music video, which I'm a fan of. So I wrote it down. Love it. (laughs) And uh, the the, the soon-to-come-out Conjuring film, The Devil Made Me Do It. It's written by Mickey Doherty. Um, Daughtry? Daughtry. Daughtry. Here comes the beer, guys. And <laughs> Tobias Iaconis, who both wrote Five that one, Feet though. Apart. Yeah, how am I killing Iaconis? No problem. The Dowtry <laughs> is a problem for me. The IMDb summary is ignoring the eerie warnings of a troubled mother. Sorry, let me try this again. 
Ignoring the eerie warning of a troubled mother suspected of child endangerment, a social worker and her own small kids are soon drawn into a frightening supernatural realm. Are they, though? Are they? Is that... Did I miss all everything about this movie? I mean... <laughs> this is awful. Like, I, I was not expecting a lot. No. I, I was expecting there, more than this, to be honest. I was expecting more than this. And I was not expecting much. It's that bad. It's bad. It's it, really bad. I mean, the trailer's decent. I wanted to see this movie in theaters. I thought the trailer looked decent. That car scene in the teaser is yeah. super creepy. Where the fuck is that scene in this movie? And especially your story about the kids movie and then this being shown on accident. Yes. That was a great story. It was. And I can refresh real quick. I think yeah. it happened in Canada. <laughs> yeah, it was. Where they were trying to see the Pikachu movie. <laughs> and instead, this started playing and children ran screaming from the theater. Because like she's definitely drowning children There's in a creek. Definitely ch- children drowning in like the first five minutes of this movie. Yeah, this is awful. What it's real a bad? Terrible writing. Terrible writing. Awful writing. And I don't know if the directing's bad, but I think that might be bad too. <laughs> Although there is one scene that is beautifully shot, fantastically shot. Um, one of those one long shot, I don't, I'm sure there's a technical name for it, guys. I don't know what it is, but you know, when they have like one long moving shot, you know, with yeah. people coming in and out of frame and doing things. Yes. There is a really beautiful shot in the beginning where everyone's getting ready for school and trying to get out the mm-hmm. door. It's wonderfully done. Beautifully done. If the whole movie was that one part. I would say A plus. It's great. <laughs> what is happening in this movie, though? Well, yes, um, help me. It's a great question. Okay. Um, right out the gate, I was excited <laughs> that my girl Anaxana Moon from The Mummy and The Mummy 2 was in this. Um that's about it. Uh oh, and then Ronald from Cruel Intentions, who doesn't look like he's aged a day. I was amazed. From Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Uh Ronald, the guy that like the tutor for Selma Blair. Oh, oh, is, is that is the detective? Oh. Yeah. I love Linda Cardellini. Yes. Um, She's fantastic. So I was she excited is. because of her, too, because I think she's great. She is great. And, she, and, and I, the, but I knew she wasn't going to she was going to be in it. So it like wasn't a surprise, whereas the other two were definitely the surprised. acting isn't awful. It's everything else. Everything else. Yeah. Like they obviously spent money to like have a decent cast here. Did we know this was supposed to be in the Conjuring universe? No, until they mention Annabelle. When did they mention Annabelle? They mentioned Annabelle, I forget, like somewhere in the movie because then I was like, "Oh, is this one of those?" Well, I only know this because when I'm reading the trivia, it's like, oh, in The Conjuring, this is the worst film in The Conjuring universe. And I'm like, yes, it is. I didn't know it was in The Conjuring universe. But yes, it is worse than Annabelle somehow. And that's fun. Yeah, they definitely mention Annabelle. I think it's the the priest that mentions her or something. Mm, Okay. I might have blocked it out. This doesn't feel like it's in The Conjuring universe. 
There's nothing. The jump scares are awful. Like, they're basically non-existent. Um, our ghost isn't very scary looking. Um, it might as well just be the nun. I thought that she looked like the nun a lot through this. Yeah, it's not different enough. I feel like the idea of La Llorona in general, like reading about her, is creepy. I feel like they could have done something really cool here. Absolutely. This is, like, there was a lot of potential. This screenplay should have been thrown out. Like, it's garbage. Even in the beginning, where, like, um, where, like, they go to... <laughs> I just want to call her an ox and a moon. <laughs> where they go to... uh patricia's house sure that works um and her like children are locked in a r- closet yes behind a door with all of these cool runes yes. i was like oh what are we doing here and then like that nothing nothing cool ever comes to be <laughs> I, I liked the bathtub scene i kind of thought the bathtub seems fine i kind of thought that like the mom was gonna get possessed by the spirit and try to kill her children yeah like, I honestly, I think I thought the whole time before I saw this movie that that's where this movie was going. Yeah. Um, that would have been a better plot, I think, more interesting than what we get. Right. Uh, I, I don't understand the whole Tuco thing. Like, Sorry, his name is not Tuco, but he's Tuco in Breaking Bad, and I cannot not think of that. Yeah, I couldn't unsee that either. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know his name. Uh, um Raphael. Raphael. I just I wrote down what Raphael does for them when he's trying to help them capture or get rid of La Llorona. So there's eggs involved. Uh he talks about trees. He sanctifies her tears. How does he get her tears? I don't know. He gets her tears somehow and sanctifies them. And then it becomes anti-venom. She has venom. Oh, my God. When he says anti-venom, I almost was like, <laughs> I have to turn this off. Like, <laughs> And five billion candles are needed. Oh, my God. And they all go out within the first two seconds of them doing I, this ritual. I, what is happening? Why? Why like, is it going this way? I don't know. This is like... <laughs> It's so bad. Like, it's really bad. It's worse than Polaroid by a lot. Oh. And that's saying something. Oh, oh, it really is. These seeds that are made from this tree that... I was like, what? how? How? How'd you get them? How do you get any of these things? Like, the eggs? Especially because fine. he's like, oh, have you seen her before? And he, she, she's like, have you seen her before? And he's like, no, but I've... I don't know what he says. He says something like, I've dealt with her or something like that. How did I've you heard get her, her tears? Bitch, exactly. where are you getting her tears from? Ay, ay, ay. I don't know. And then there's this whole necklace thing. So at the beginning, yeah. we meet the actual ghost in the 1700s. Was it the 1700s? Was it before then? 1400s? Sure. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So I guess in the, in the true legend... uh. She is married to a man, and they have a bunch of children, and the man doesn't like her, and the man only likes the children. The man is having an affair with this other woman, and so La Llorona takes all the children, drowns them, and then kills herself. And she's um, basically uh, kept out of the afterlife until she can find the souls of her children. So she's basically what she's supposed to be doing is going to find other children 
to see if she can find her children's souls or something. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So in this movie, it's kind of similar, except at the very beginning, we see one of her sons. She has two sons, and one of the sons gives her a necklace. And then immediately she decides to drown her sons. So is it the necklace? Do we need like... Because this is supposed to be the precursor for the whole movie, but we don't even know anything about this necklace. We need a precursor for our precursor to know where the fuck this necklace came from. Because are we to assume that this necklace caused her to drown her children? Because we did not see her husband cheating on her. Correct. So the necklace is to blame? I don't know, because at the end, she, the the little boy's holding it, and she's like touching his face and like herself again yeah she's like sweet and wonderful again until she sees herself in the mirror and then she goes crazy again i just don't it doesn't make any fucking sense like what are you trying to do i don't know i don't understand the necklace if we're being honest and then you can stab her with a crucifix i just i that's how you kill her like it's like a like a vampire (laughs) right to the heart they're just grasping at any kind of horror trope they can possibly think of and throw it in here. Oh, we need a creepy necklace and we need a sad mom and we need a crucifix and a mirror and and none of it works. So instead of making it work, they just pile more shit on that doesn't make any sense. It's, It's awful. It's awful and it's sad because there's good acting and it they could have done so much with this idea I mean, if you folklore is like fucking gift wrapping a horror movie, right? Like, Mm -hmm. here is something that people have been frightened of since the beginning of fucking time. Like, all you have to do is make it work on film. And these people fucking threw it on the ground, lit it on fire, and then pissed on it. That's literally what they did to this gift that they were handed. Like, it's it's very true. Awful. They, They could have done so much and they did literally nothing they did literally they could have done they couldn't have done worse i don't think they could have done worse with this it's bad it's really bad i agree with you i'm upset it has it has so much it has so much promise there's no reason this shouldn't be successful i just don't if and if the conjuring universe didn't fucking swallow this folklore whole (laughs) You know, like, this could have been something. I feel like it's because this is supposed to be part of the Conjuring universe that this was like, oh, let's just make this quick, really quick, and give it to some unknown director, and let's see what we get. That's I mean, kind of what it felt like. It, I, 100%. It's just so weird, because you're right. Like, they did have some great folklore here that they could have done really great things with, and it just didn't translate at all. And they give him another Conjuring movie? Like... This is like, okay, so you know how like in the 80s, we just did um, Nightmare on Elm Street not that long ago, right? We went through the whole series. And as they were going through, and like in the 80s, it was really common. And in the 70s, nope, 80s and 90s, it was really common to have just like sequel after sequel after sequel. And people knew like as the sequels go on, it gets worse and worse and worse. Now it's like they try to disguise it. You know, they tried to disguise their crappy sequels by just saying it's in the same universe. It's not even in the same universe. 
It's not. They literally just threw in one sentence about Annabelle, like flashed There's her face on the screen. There's nothing conjuring then, about this. No. And the conjuring universe needs to die. Like, we need something different now. Like, let's move on. Agreed. We needed to move on a long time ago. Like, once <laughs> you started making up things, like the nun, like, the, you fucking lost it. You jumped the shark with the nun. Like, you should have stopped there. Why are we doing this still? It's over. It's, Let it go. <laughs> Fetch is not going to happen. Stop trying to make it happen. <laughs> That's so fetch. Just like throwing money at this garbage. Like this should have been a good movie. This should have been a home run. This should have been easy to do. Like, sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's awful. The one redeeming quality, Carly. Did you recognize the house? No. The house in this movie is Buffy. <gasps> Is Buffy's fucking house. Buffy Summers' house? It's Buffy fucking Summers' house. It's actually Joyce's house, but yes, Buffy lived there. Buffy lived there. Yeah. That's awesome. Now go back and think about the house and the layout and you'll see it. It's Buffy's fucking house. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So at least there's that. Otherwise, fuck this movie. Yeah, not good. What the hell? That's good. I'm not down to like shame filmmakers like i'm not into it i don't usually want to do it this the the polaroid has a whole different thing happening where i can at least respect what they're trying to do okay it didn't quite work but like there's some effort there there's some creativity they just seem like they held back an awful lot where they shouldn't have this movie is just like recycled garbage that they're trying to make money on and i have no respect this is not a horror movie this is not art this is not no it's so lazy this is lazy fucking money grubbing and i have no patience for it preach i'm sorry i'm I'm done i'm done that's all i have to say (laughs) this movie though close that close that chapter hey fucking tuco talking about anti-venom are you kidding me i lost it i literally was like i think i actually verbally said oh come on (laughs) are you fucking kidding me anti-venom for a fucking ghost the fuck out (sighs) of here what are you doing stabbing ghosts with crucifix that's a thing for vampires what are you doing what are you doing what is happening nobody knows Uh least of all the writers <laughs> fucking a it's just like that kind of shit i have no like at least have some kind of original fucking something happening it's like chopping up a bunch of movies and throwing it in a blender hope it works out Ugh, and the forced to da joke oh no all of it's bad it's just all nope yeah no no no. Just skip this one. You don't need to see it. I honestly, like, you should skip it. I think Tommy B was saying, oh, you know, I bought that one and I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. I can't believe I haven't watched it. I'm like, really, just don't. Like, I just <laughs> throw it right in the garbage. Seriously. <laughs> you literally just took whatever money you spent on that and threw it in the garbage and you, don't you need just to gotta live it, with it Tommy. now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tommy. Alright. Well, we have a little bit of time so we can talk about what's going on with us. We had a um, Patreon live watch. Oh, we did. Earlier this week. It was so week. much better than the last one. Oh, it was. It was still an awful movie, but much better than the last one. 
What did we watch? There was Charlotte. 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 Which was an anthology film. Not sure why it was called Charlotte. Who Charlotte is. Don't know I a lot about it. think the doll? Was it the doll? I mean, your guess is as good as mine. You never find out. No. It's cliffhanger. <laughs> and some of the... I think there's was a Charlotte 2, by the way. I think a sequel oh, came out. So we can do that next time. Do you want to? Okay. Just no, kidding. thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm good with that series. We had a good turnout that there was like 10 of us, I think. It was so fun. Yes. So, um, yeah, if you're uh, not a Patreon subscriber but want to be, come find us on Patreon. And we do uh, monthly live watch movies. Um, and yeah. we also have a gift going out for some of our Patreons. If you're a new Patreon and haven't gotten your gift or... Actually, no one's gotten their gift yet. Carla, have you sent those out yet? Are you working on it? I am working on it. Okay. We ran into a little snag at the post office. Yeah, we've been having difficulty sending the gifts. So sorry for the b- backup. But if you uh, but have not sent me your address. beautifully and yeah. they're ready. If you have not <laughs> sent me your address, go ahead and do that. Um, if you're a newer subscriber, you might have missed that boat. But I will still get those out to you. So just send me a message with your address. Um, what else? What else? I saw Invisible Man. Oh, you've been wanting to see that. Lee Winnell. Did. Elizabeth Ross. Moss, not Ross. Moss. With a ma. With a ma. It was so good. I really liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I I I, think that you should see it. I I don't know what it is, but I have no interest. The only reason I'm interested is because I know it's Lee Winnell. Like and I love everything he's done, so well, I have no reason not to watch it. But like, in generally speaking, like I don't like watching the trailer. I was like, meh. But maybe it's like a Mike Flanagan thing where the trailers just don't look good, but the movie's good. <laughs> it's really um, intense. There's like they do the suspense really well. Mm, he there's does a lot know of really how to do suspense. Yeah, there's like a lot of really smart things about it. It it does a lot. Of, I don't know. I really really liked it, and I. I do think that you should see it in theaters because I do think that the sound design has a lot to do with like the things that you feel while you're watching it. I can dig that. So well, I would I'm try supposed to go to see. Go see um, I'm not going to be able to go this weekend. Is it still going to be in theaters next weekend? Hopefully, it will be. Hopefully, maybe if you, even if you have like a dollar theater or something. This weekend, I'm going to um, see um, Parasite. Um, oh, one nice. of my favorite theaters. Um, it's like literally our only indie theater left is closing. It's been there oh, for no. forever. Oh, that's um, so sad. It's closing by the end of the month. Um, and they're playing Parasite this weekend. So I figure I still need to see Parasite and I need to go to the theater before it closes. Yeah. So I'm going to go see Parasite this weekend at, at the Ken in um, nice. San Diego. I'm really sad. I'm super sad. It's like the, it's our local theater that does... They show a lot of like, um, they do like the midnight movie series in the summer where everyone like dresses up and yells at theater. Like I saw Jaws there and everyone had like, you know, um, beach balls thrown around like pool noodles and stuff. Um, It's I saw Jurassic Park there and it was like, it's just like, it's, it's memories and I'm really sad that it's going away. Um, It's been a part of my life since I've moved here and. A lot of my friends for much longer. Um, so I'll definitely be checking that out this weekend. So I probably won't go to the theater to see Invisible Man yet. Um, but I'll add it to my list. I'll Please try. do. And also add The Hunt to your list. I got to see that last really? night. It comes out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And holy shit, it is probably the most fun I've had in the theater in a while. Really? Yeah, it's super fun. I think this is this episode's going out on Thursday. So if you're listening to it and it comes out, it comes out tomorrow. Um, and it, it it's great. It's fantastic. Wow. All right. I didn't think that. I mean, it didn't look bad, but it's been done. So it's, I wasn't sure what to expect from it. Right. Um, but I do know that the, the writing team is super solid. Um, so we have Damon Lindelof and, uh, Nick Hughes. They did like the leftovers and, um, Watchmen and some lost episodes and, you know, fun stuff like that. Um, is it funny? Cause it kind of looks like there's some humor in it. It is absolutely funny. Oh, okay. All right. I'm down to check that out too. I didn't think much of it when I saw the trailer, but. I could dig it. I'm really happy that it's coming out because apparently it was like canceled and then they finally like decided to re- to release it on Friday the 13th. So um, I definitely want to encourage people to see it so that they know that they did the right thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Friday the 13th this week. How fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably going to see it again. Nice. <laughs> I haven't really been watching much movies other than these this week. So I'm down to watch some good ones for a little while. I was planning a movie night, but I was going to do a kung fu movie night because I love me some kung fu movies, and it's been a Yay. minute. Um, we have a little outdoor theater area in my um, my patio, so I was going to do it there, but it's supposed to rain for like a week, and that's awful, so I'll probably just do it inside, but I'm going to watch um, The Five Deadly Venoms because I love that movie. That's awesome. I love that. Are you into kung fu at all? Like kung fu it's movies? fun. I've I don't I'm not very well educated in the genre, but sure. every one that I do watch when the occasion arises, I have a good time with. Oh god, they're so great. Like violence and humor and just really great storytelling. I love kung fu movies, like 70s kung fu movies. Oh, so good. So, um yeah, I'm not like I I wouldn't say I'm well versed in it. I have like six or seven favorites. <laughs> You know, that's a good amount. It's more than I have. I'm sure there's a lot more out there, but um, yeah, I'm kind of like you. Every single one I watch, I'm like, yes. I also grew up watching them with my dad. Like, my dad loves kung fu movies, so um, I'm a big fan. Um, okay, so I'll probably be doing that. What else? Uh, I finished The Outsider. Yes, I did. So I don't want to talk about it on here too much. No. Um, be sure if you watch the last episode to keep watching after the credits. Yes, wait for that mid-cut scene. That's all I'll say. Um, It's it's such a great series. I'm so glad you got me to watch it. Um, Fantastic. Yay. Wonderful, wonderful. And I'm excited. It is really good. I'm excited that they're doing another season. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. Um, What else? What else? I've been watching a really cheesy show on Netflix. Go on. Um, it's not, I wouldn't recommend it, (laughs) but I do kind of want to talk about it because it's, um, it's called Kim's Convenience. (laughs) I love the, uh, hesitation in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of 90s sitcoms and that's what I love most about it. Like it's cheesy, but it's funny and it's cute and it's endearing and it takes place in Canada and it's this Korean family's convenience store in Canada and like... I don't know. And just like their their family 
their their family life and the quirkiness and the dad's all quirky and I, I, I enjoy it. It's like good. <laughs> it's good nighttime watch before bed. You know, it's feel okay. good, feel good watch before bed. But I mean, it's not for everybody at all. But I grew up with 90s cheesy sitcoms. Like, sure. I enjoy a good feel good comedy series. So I've been watching that just for fun at night. I've also been watching um, Ugly Delicious on Netflix. Um, do you like food shows at all? I do. Do you? We I don't do. ever really talk about food shows a lot. I'm a fan of eating. I'm also a fan of watching people make food that I could potentially eat. So this is, do you know who David Chang is? He's like yes. Korean, the Korean chef. Uh, yes. He, um, it's his, sh- it's his show and it's like a documentary. Every episode is about like a different type of food. And he basically is trying to talk everyone out of being pretentious about their foods and how it's okay to like merge things and have fusions and have different types of tastes and thoughts and basically goes around the world for different interpretations of that food um so every episode's like a little mini documentary um and there's a lot of like other famous people on there um like i know jimmy kimmel was in one episode aziz Ansari's in a couple episodes um there's other random people other foodie if you're into foodie things like foodie writers and um that type of thing it's really fun it's really informative you get some history lessons in there and um it's funny it's interesting i just love watching food shows just in general so that's a really good one if you're into food shows that's awesome i haven't i haven't watched that food show i usually like get sucked into like the food network but i don't have tv yeah so yeah i hear you this is this is more like documentary style um i like that yeah since you learn knowledge knowledge gaining Love me some knowledge. Not a lot of horror things that I'm dealing with otherwise. Uh, I'm spending my time watching those two things right now. Um, and work has just been crazy. So I like working insane amount of hours and then just, you know, it is what it is. Stress yeah. taking over. When I'm not working, I'm stressing about working. So it feels like I'm working even when I'm not working. <laughs> you know, that feeling. Yeah. I do. It sucks. It's no fun. And then, you know, coronavirus. Oh, my God. Which is making just, everyone crazy. I just realized that, like, the NBA suspended the season. What? Which is crazy. I just... I, what is like, happening? I don't understand what's happening. I honestly don't know what's happening. Like, I, every day something crazier happens than the day before. And I feel like it, maybe this is the end of the world because everyone's freaking out. <laughs> I'm not freaking out for some reason. I feel like I should be because everyone else is. I guess it's it's extra scary if you want to travel somewhere because yeah. that might not be happening for you. It's uh, it's intense, man. There's a lot of intense things happening right now. Everyone be careful. Take care of yourselves. Be smart. Wash your hands. Be smart is the best advice I want to hand out there. You know, I like, agree. Use your use your internal thought process to make decisions. Don't let other people tell you what decisions to make. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people are jumping on that train and it's making it worse. Yes, I think you are correct. It's uh it's bonkers. Bonkers. It's all crazy. <laughs> Let's all just live it's in bubbles. Just bonkers. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. Sorry. See, I'm getting political. It's the hazy IPA's fault. <laughs> So what are we doing next week, Carly? Oh. Well, funny you should ask. Ooh, I need to burp. 
I did. Okay. Congratulations <laughs> on your burp. I was like, oh, that bubbly water. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So after all these years, we are finally going to be talking about Final Girls, <laughs> the movie. Not us. Um, it is streaming on Crackle. And then my personal favorite, Cabin in the Woods, which is up on Prime Video and Hulu. So watch those, please. And then tune in next week while we probably have the time of our lives talking about these movies. It's really weird that we've never covered either of these, if you think about I know. it. Like our show's literally called Final Girls. I know. And we're doing the movie called Final Girls. Not to be confused by Final Girl, the Abigail right. Breslin movie, which is awful. Awful. We're talking about the meta. The Words, metal fi- it's so meta. The meta Final Girls and the meta Cabin in the Woods. Exactly. It's a meta. It's a very meta episode. You know. How many times can I say meta? Say it again. Meta, 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 meta. There it is. <laughs> Should we stop recording now? Yeah, I think uh, we've uh, given the people enough to sit with for this week. <laughs> I don't even know what I've said this episode, and I apologize for it all. I have no idea. It's been the first the first time that we've had drinks recording in a while. It's been a while. I needed it. I've been sick for like a month you with coronavirus, probably. <laughs> Misdiagnosed coronavirus. It was definitely the virus. Don't worry. I have a lot of toilet paper. I'll be fine. You will be. You'll make it. Nobody worry. You're going to make it. Oh, my God. I love how everyone thinks, like, we're going to die. Toilet paper will save us all. What a weird thing to just clear out of the, your local Target it's so, and Costco. It's just so strange. Like, of all the things you can't live without, like, toilet paper wouldn't even cross my mind. No, me either. There's a lot of options there. I understand the Lysol disinfectant wipes. Sure. Don't really understand the toilet paper. No, the toilet paper's a little much, guys. A little out of left field for it's like, me. It's like the toilet paper companies. <laughs> Really throwing it at you, telling you to buy toilet paper. I'm going to become a conspiracy theorist now. That's what I'm going to do with all my free time. Yes. Conspiracy. Th- I'm g- I, we need to stop recording now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where else could we take this? I. It's nowhere good is the answer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing. <laughs> nah. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. (laughs) Bye. Oh, what note was I hitting? It's not great. The best note.